0: Welcome to Inside Network, Korovinda Huni a and joining me today are former Silver Ferns mid-quarters, Aideen Wilson and Courtney Taieri. Kia ora, kōrua. Kia ora. Kia ora. Well, as we can, um, well, viewers won't be able to see us this week. Obviously, we're in lockdown. We're via audio only, but we're behind our laptops and doing things a little differently this week. Ladies, how have you been feeling the, the lockdown so far?
1: Ah, I've actually been enjoying it. Um, As you would know, Ravel pretty busy with all the Olympic stuff and everything that was on, and then the ANZ Premiership Grand Final. So, I feel like life is going 100 miles per hour. So, I don't mind just the downtime, the quiet time, and just um, yeah, have going a little bit slower in life. And saying that though, I hope that we do get out of here pretty quickly.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and we seem to have just rolled into it at the Wilson household, not too badly. I think you know the schools now are pretty. I'm used to going into lockdown, or at least here in Auckland. The kids have just got into their routine. There's been a lot of family basketball action. Um, I now am getting my butt smoked every time. It's so disheartening (laughs) when you realise you are the weakest link and never get chosen in the team. Um, But, you know, big day for me too. Got my first COVID jet. didn't even feel it. So, yeah, (laughs) all's good, but light court, you know, just hoping, hoping.
0: We don't have to stay on this too long. Yeah most definitely whānau always remember check in on your friends check in on your families a lot of us deal with lockdown in different ways so as Jacinda Ardern tells us almost daily please be kind and look although we're down in lockdown there is still plenty of netball activity going on out there with so much player movement inclusions exclusions or across the board so let's kick off at where these teams are, you know, kind of placed at the moment in terms of their recruitment for 2022, and we'll start with the still who, Adine have their team hot off the press.
2: They have, yes, and I've highlighted three players that they've added to their squad this year, um, or next year I should say. Kate Burley, you know, made the shift south, I think mean, there's an awesome, you um, Shift for her just to get out there on court. Obviously, she was coming from a team where there is a lot of players coming back in the Mystics. Um, you know, you've got Venus Karaka, Mikada Sokolich beats in. So I think that's a really clever, clever shift from Kate. She's a quality player, and you think that she's going to get some great court time um down at the steel. Um, and exciting to see Savio Tui has also headed down that way. Um Another player that deserves court time. She saw a lot in 2020, but then not so much in 2021 for the Mystics. And, you know, also rap to see Georgia Heffernan court. She's back from her ACR. I mean, that's a massive um, bonus for the Steel.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's great to see, I think, any player come back from injury. And we know behind the scenes that she's been doing the work. So it's great to see her included. And I think she'll add to that uh, shooting, that end down there. Uh, it's great to see them obviously retain import Georgia Fisher as well. So I'm excited to see the combination between her and Saviour Tui. But another one that excites me is obviously Kate Burley and Renee Savinea because they do like to go hunting for balls. So if you can see them sitting, picture it in your mind, goal defence and wing defence for the steal. Imagine teams having to try and get it through that midcourt with them two hunting the ball down. So um, things are looking good for the steal, I think.
0: Mm. Yeah, I agree. Even... Um, Looking at Xavier Tui, who can, you know, she excelled, I thought, in the goal shooter role with uh, the Marvels and their competition win this year, but she has played in goal attack as well, so that will be quite a a mobile type um, shooting circle, I would imagine, but there was something that I read online. I think a couple of days ago, with fans on the Instagram going, "Oh, I'm really worried because the team hasn't been announced and the midcourt looks a little worrying." So it's
2: good to see that they've
0: that they've pulled out um,
2: their squad, basically. Yeah, and and it, and it looks good. I mean, they surprised everyone this year, right? No one thought um, they would make it through um, to that final. Um, well, not quite to the final, I should say, but, you know, make it through to the elimination final. So I do think they've got even stronger um, with the naming of their 2022 team, in particular because you've got Kate Burley there and also um, George Heffernan, both those two massive, massive gains.
1: Yeah, and I don't think people should be worried about their mid because if you look at it with Saunders and Heffernan, there holding it down. They had a great combination this year. Heffernan we know she sort of shifted out of that defensive end but she I found she was really great incentive for them and watch that grow and it excites me that that could also possibly be a Silver Ferns combination of the future as well.
0: Yeah very much so. Um, you ladies have touted their coach in the past as well as being one of the best that New Zealand has to offer at the moment so what are you looking forward to
2: with what Danga Bloxham can do with the side? Oh look she's innovative right and I think she'll be excited too about having a few new faces in there but while also having that core still there because I think that gives you an advantage if you can keep that core and then just add a bit of talent so look I think she'll just be excited about having a
1: couple of new faces and seeing what they can add to the squad. And I think as well you could see from the still looking from the outside in and then talking to Ring and also the the players the culture that they have down there and she cares about the players as people and I think that's a big one when you do have younger players moving away from their families down to the deep south that they do create that family and culture environment which I think they are great at great at down there and that's what we see those players excel when they do head to the steel.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be very exciting to see how well they go in 2022 and hopefully they can get a little bit higher. I know they'll be wanting to, you know, push back up to those championship winning ways moving ahead. Let's move up the road a little bit to the tactics. I thought um, that we could potentially see um, considerable differences perhaps in the squad this year, but it's pretty much the same squad as 2021.
2: Yeah, Clara um, Nawa, she's obviously shifted from the Pulse down to Canterbury. I mean, she lives in Canterbury. It kind of seems logical that she'll be there. She's one of only two players that are been named at the moment that are ineligible and the other one being George Fisher who to me is a you know an obvious import Kalera, she lives here but she's ineligible because of the fact that she played for Fiji at the last World Cup so she's really their big change I've obviously also contracted now Hannah Glenn and Kate Lloyd so that's really good to see, and but otherwise they're still looking strong. You know they've got the Jane Watsons back. The has um, decided to stay, so you'd have to say they'll be a massive threat. Twenty twenty two.
1: Oh, they definitely will be. In, you know they'll be still hurting from that Grand Final not only this year but the year before. So you just know that they will have that fire in their belly. I'm glad burger decided to stay. I think I thought we might see her shift back to the Pulse, especially with a vet. Uh, being the coach there for next year, but I loved what she did this year with her and Jane Watson. So it'll be great to see that combination. Um, it is sad, I think, that they didn't get to sign Amelia Walmsley. I'm not sure what happened there, but when she did uh, come on court for them this year, I thought she was great and I thought she would have been great for them uh, to pick up, but she has moved elsewhere.
0: Yeah, that's right. I'll, that's exactly what I was going to bring up, Courtney. I was quite surprised to see. Uh, Amelia not on their team list as well seeing as they kind of gave her that stepping stone gave her some of that ANZ Premiership experience this year but on that note she has moved up to the Pulse so let's go and um, take a look at that and how how do you feel you know Amelia is going to um,
1: fit into that? Well I was going to say I think she's a great pickup because you have uh, Dan and Maturdo who know each other, played together for years. And then they can provide, I guess, with Maturdo out the front, providing that uh, that moving circle, circle. But then you have a Wormsley who you can put on. And we saw what she did this year just to change things up and to change that circle up if they need to. So I think she's a great addition. And to see her work with Maturdo, that excites me.
2: Yeah, the Pulse squad for me is probably, you know, I think they potentially may struggle next year. I'll throw that out there early. You know, they've named eight of 10 players. I've got two spots left to fill. Um, there's only one other team that's got one spot left to fill, and that's the Magic. Um, and I think, you know, Whitney soon is obviously brilliant in that midcourt and Maddie Gordon, but they need another midcourter. But I don't know where they're going to get it from. Like, I've been trying to rack my brains. Like, who's not been named? And we know Etta Peterson is um, what's been indicated. She's taking a break from elite netball. Grace Cutter is another player that hasn't um, been picked up in any team, but we've sort of got the sense that maybe she's stepping away for a while. So, yeah, whether they're looking, you know, over to Aussie, waiting for this final that's getting played on Saturday to finish, and then start chatting to some of these um other imports who knows but I really think to make them a threat they need to be able to name another mid-quarter that is going to step up for the pulse. How big of a loss is
0: Claire Kirsten to the Pulse? do you think?
1: Oh I think she's huge obviously she was a captain as well so losing a captain but also the way that she I think cemented that mid-court and connected that defensive end and that attacking end. I think she is a huge loss on and off the court. So like Dean said, they need a big sign. And If there's one thing we know about a bet, she has the ability to pull a rabbit <laughs> out of a hat. She's done it time and time again. And I think, I'm hoping that she's just waiting for the Sun Court grand final this weekend. And then maybe after that, she can announce possibly an import or some players, uh, Maybe from Australia, there are players over there who wouldn't be considered import because they do have also a New Zealand passport. So that's a way. Maybe she's got an import and uh, someone with a New Zealand passport as well that she could pull across and might just be waiting until after the grand final.
2: And they need a gold defence, right? Because at the moment, they've got Tim and and um, Kelly Jury. Like, that's their defence. And again, both those players, you know, their strength is at goal keep. We know Kelly did a fine job at coming out at goal defence, but her real strength is back. She looks more comfortable in that position. So they really do, you know, that midi position and nailing a goal defence position, you know, to me, that's where a vet must be looking.
0: And I think when you look at um, Caitlin Bassett, we talk about there's some Australian players with New Zealand passports, but even those Australian players who are perhaps looking for a little bit more court time, we spoke about earlier on when when Bassett was brought into the competition about her o- possibly opening a door and showing how you can still carry on playing in the positions that you want to play. And now she's proven that you can even still be selected in the Australian squad. So I think that's pretty... The more we wait on these teams to select, and the Aussie Grand Final hasn't happened yet, I'm I'm on board with you two and thinking that we could possibly be waiting for <laughs> a couple of Aussie players. i hope players. so.
1: Makes I'm gonna throw I'm, I'm gonna court. throw one out there because I played with both these players at Magic. So Kelly Jury was there, and also Christiana uh, Manua. She was there, and she has a New Zealand passport. She didn't play much. Well, she didn't play last weekend. Yeah. She didn't get on court. So would she possibly look for court time? She's played with Kelly Jury before, I mean she would be a great get. Her family comes from Wellington, um, but I at the same time I don't see Julie Fitzgerald letting her go,
0: mm.
1: so you know, but I mean I'm just going to throw that one out there.
0: I like it, I like it a lot. <laughs> Another homecoming. The other, the, the one last thing I'll say on um on the pulse is that I'm excited with the shooting circle, it, you know, it looks really cool and it'll be cool to see um a little bit of competition to fight for those shooting spots um sometimes you know the pulse had to court what they had because of the lack of you know um players on the bench so i'm excited to see you know how much this will push um maybe alia done as well to you know to really push knowing that amelia will be on the bench but we'll travel across we'll go we'll we'll bypass magic for now let's go let's go let's go to uh the stars who have just put out their um team as well Courtney obviously another former side um of yours and some familiar faces and then now
1: yes yeah, some familiar faces some familiar faces that actually were there when I played so Holly Fowler she comes back into the mix which I think is great to see we saw her back out on court this year after um doing her knee her other knee so she's done it twice so great to see Holly Fowler back. And then also Kayla Johnson is making a return, uh, which is really going to bulk up the stars. And then the rest of the team remains the same. But I think what does excite me is Kayla, because she, we, in her interview, we heard her say that she is willing to put her hand up to play centre, if need be. <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about it, Kayla at centre and Gina, your world champion wing attack, I mean if you're looking at the black dress can you imagine that putting that out on court that would be fantastic for the stars and also uh for the fans. Mm.
2: and what about anna harrison She's back <laughs> <again>. <laughs> oh my goodness i was certain she's going to go and play volleyball yeah. i mean maybe she's going to play both maybe she's going to be literally a superwoman and play both because you know it's commonwealth games next year both sports a possibility right. to go to com games um so Oh, amazing, amazing. I thought we might have had her back with microphone in hand, but she must have loved her time far too much in the uh, Stars team. So really cool to see, you know, her back in the mix again under Kitty.
1: And, and if anyone could do it, it is Anna Harrison. She yeah. could probably go to Common Games for both sports as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then have
2: another baby. <laughs> Why not?
0: (laughs) But we've also spoken in the past about how Kitty has this way of um, resurrecting players and she has done so with Anna so it's pretty cool to see um, how those combinations are going to go. She's got four defenders on her roster now as opposed to the four shooters that she had um, for this season so expecting you know strong gains there but Adeen on the Subject of uh, Kayla Johnson, Nee Cullen, you caught up with her earlier and here's what she had to say.
3: I think like the genuine desire was always there, but it was just my body genuinely felt like, like I didn't know whose body I was in. Like, I like running, jumping or, you know, all those things used to come so naturally and so easy to me. And then after having a baby, like those things are just so much harder than you would ever think they would be. Um, so I think that's really what was holding me back, but I think I have been really committed to working on my body every day. And it's that consistency with my trainings and my rehab and all that kind of thing. Um, that saw just like the turnaround of my body and it's finally starting to feel like my own again um I think that was the that was when I knew that I think I could do it and I could come back and not just be I don't want to just be a passenger but I just I want to be a great player and I don't want to just be you know on the bench or I don't know
2: yeah I want to be good I want to be great (laughs) look there's so many great players that have been awesome role models as mothers that have come back you spoke about um and Harrison and then look at Phoenix that's on her you know road back as well who have you gone to or who have you spoken to and what sort of advice from other mothers have you got about returning to play
3: um well me and Phoenix we talk constantly um it's not always about netball though so (laughs) um I to be honest I haven't talked to a lot of mothers that have come back personally um it's more like the um, the ones I see on like the internet and online <laughs> that I take inspiration from the ones that I don't know like the, like Valerie Adams and all yeah <clears throat> I don't actually know them personally but I just know that they have been through the same journey and
2: it's it's possible. And what sort of support is New Zealand giving you to get back and up and play? Um, yeah,
3: they've been in. Uh, contact with me quite regularly um, for the last few months just checking in on my training and making sure uh, if I need anything that they're there to support which has been really nice Um, yeah but I guess it's quite hard because I'm not I'm not in the squad I'm just I'm kind of on the I'm not really in the spot at all am I no. I'm just on the outside so it's kind of hard I get that they can't actually support me fully but it's been nice to know that they they are thinking about me and
2: that I'm not forgotten about awesome thank you so much and well done on keeping baby quiet while you're doing this as well that's it's um first oh test tick <laughs> <laughs> thanks Adi
1: How funny is that? I was thinking that the whole time, Adine, how is she keeping the baby quiet? She did so well. So they must have two rooms or something in their MIQ. (laughs) 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 Timing it right for nap time.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Okay, let's go over to uh, the Mystics now, who obviously uh, will be the carryover champions in 2022. Um, They've all but cemented their squad.
2: Um, with, you know, players coming in and out too. So what are our thoughts on the Mystics? The, well, the big change there is obviously Bailey Mess has um, left and we'll talk about her shortly with the Waikato um Plenty Magic. So that left a spot for Monica Faulkner. Um And, you know, she's another player that's been so unlucky with injury. We probably didn't see as much of her this season as we were perhaps predicting. I think, you know, she came back and it, just took a little bit longer to get back out on court. So she's going to have a great fight on her hands with um, Vilda um, Vui to get that goal attack position because, you know, anyone that gets play of grace is super, super lucky. So, yeah, great to see her in the mix. And also, you know, Phoenix Karaka, she's going to be back there as well. And you just get the sense that she has so much desire, a little bit like Kayla, to get back on court and she will be doing
1: anything she can i imagine to have another chance at
2: that black dress as well
1: and where do you play her Adem? because they've obviously got Sulu, who i will be the keeper and then you've got phoenix and michaela sokolich beats uh, him, who they can both swing goal defense wing defense is it who works the best with solo the combination or how would you play it well, I wonder, you know, we do know Michaela can play wing
2: defence as well, but then you sort of feel a bit sorry for for Amu Yuani because she was yeah. awesome this yeah. year. Yeah. But if you want to have that height, imagine if you had Michaela in that wing defence position, then you had Fee and um, Sulu at the back. But I agree with you, Court, you know, to not play Sulu, you know, something would have to drastically change between now and next year. Goodness, touch wood, it doesn't. But she is just, was in such good form this year. So it is going to be that connection that forms and who forms it best with Sulu would be my my, um, guess at that.
1: Mm. And Monica Faulkner, she's a really smart player. So yeah. I'm looking forward, it's forward to seeing her and Peta work together. Mm-hmm. I can see balls flying in and out of that circle between defenders. And then also you've got to think about it for the future, like Silver Ferns, you've got Grayson Weke you've got Monica and also Bowie. So that comment, imagine if you can nail down your combination as a goal attack with Grace and Wiki and what that would show. I guess put your hands up for uh, a black dress, mm,
2: yes. and that it's might be crass. why Monica went there, right? She may be, you know, thinking ahead to the future and thinking about those combinations. So that would be a clever, another reason and another clever move from Monica.
0: I do feel for her a little bit though. Like It'll be tough to get, you know, goal attack court time with the Stars because Jamie Hume was having such a blinder and then you come into a red hot field of view at the Mystics as well. So she kind of does have her work cut out for her. But I mean, thinking about her performances over the years, there's no doubt that she would be able to, you know, even perhaps be that key impact player should they need a change in the attack end.
2: Yeah, well, you saw, you know, the glimpses we got to see her, like, Mm. the things that stand out to me, her vertical jump, you know, a couple of balls, I remember her taking in a few of those um, final games, you know, she's got it all there, she just needs to stay fit and healthy over this, um, you know, this (laughs) downtime now and then into pre-season, and she'll be wanting to really hit her straps come that Ōteki tournament um, before the season kicks off. Mm. And
0: of course, one of the departing players was that of Bailey Mez, who has moved to the Magic. So let's go down State Highway 1 to the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic, who on paper looks, this looks like a deadly team for 2022.
1: They do. (laughs) I agree with you. They do. They still have one spot open, though, which I know we're all wondering if it's going to be Kachunarore. Yeah. Um, because if it's not then what position do they go with because they really don't have a wing attack unless they swing Mez into wing attack which she played for the Ferns at wing attack so I can see that happening but obviously we're all holding out for Katrina if Katrina doesn't go there she could also go to back to the pulse possibly but I think we're all waiting on that final spot to be announced and I think they probably do need Katrina just to boost up that defensive end because I think mid court through to shooters, they look great. They look untouchable. They probably, it's probably just that defensive end where I think they need a little bit of a boost.
2: Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. If they can get Katrina in that team, that team is looking hot. But I do feel like I said this about Waikato last year as well. Yes, I <laughs> when I saw, yes. um, you know, when they came up with Caitlin and the likes um Bassett. But look, you know, you've got experience in there as well. I wasn't expecting see Claire Kirsten to move. You know, you nice. just kind of think of her in Pulse Colours. And we have heard before that, you know, she's got a great connection, good friendship with Amelia Ann and also with Bailey. And you wonder if those are the, you know, when, you know, all of those players... Um, well, I still think they're young, but they're older when it comes to netball experience. And you wonder if they've all just looked, they're looking for something new. They're looking for a new environment, just to freshen things up. And and look, everyone loves playing with their mates. So that's awesome that the three of them will have that opportunity next year. And uh, you do, you got to hope Sam Winders is their captain again. I love doing interviews <laughs> with her. That woman is just brilliant. Um So, yeah, if they can pull this one together, a new coach, obviously, as well. I'm going to call it early. They've got to, well, I'll call it, they're going to at least be in the top three, surely. surely, surely. And at least,
1: Sammy Winders, she'll have some um, happier interviews (laughs) post-game next year compared (laughs) to this year, right?
0: He is hoping. That's an upset, Sammy. The good ones will be even better.
1: Yeah, imagine.
0: (laughs) Um. I would say, you know, this season, thinking till 2022, I was like, oh man, how are Magic going to, how is their recruitment drive going to go? Will players be attracted to to the franchise? But it turns out that I even think Sammy Winders herself is probably a big draw card. Players want to play with her.
2: Yeah, she's a special lady, and and she's one of those people that people want to follow, right? They they really respect her. They like the environment that she creates within a team, and you hear other parts from other franchises speak really highly of her. So you know, if they didn't use her as a draw car, that would be silly. They they must have because they have got some quality, they've got some experience, you know, they've got Mahe in there as well, so another rangy um, defender that can come out and take balls. So, you know, I think uh, Mary Jane will be feeling very happy uh, with (laughs) the negotiations that have gone on the last few weeks. And talking
0: about player movement in the ANZ Premiership, the biggest talking point so far has to be that of Amelia-Anne making the move from the Central Pulse up north to the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic, and she joins us now. Kia ora, amelia Ann. Kia ora, everybody. Thanks for having me. No problem. Now, look, we'll kick it off with something quite basic. You've made the move up to the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic. What's prompted the move?
4: yeah I guess lots of different things really have prompted the move not that it was an easy decision at all it took us weeks <laughs> weeks to come to it and work through it as a family um, but I guess I really knew that I wanted to come back and, and be back in the in the black dress that's my my ultimate goal um, with a couple of pinnacle events coming up over the next few years and I just needed to reevaluate where I was going to feel best supported um as a mum and as an athlete and wrapped all together and how does that all work so yeah that's what really did prompt the move
1: Mills when you speak about your family what support systems do you have in place and where will you be based will you be flying in and out or will you guys move up to the wide cut or what will
4: that look like for you and your family yeah, so I guess there's lots of moving parts um, in this question as well. We have a huge support base in Wellington as well too. My husband's family are here and they're so hands-on and so helpful as they are. Um, and we will be commuting for a good chunk of it. And then we're just going to have to reassess once we get into the season on how that looks and confirm flats in and flats out and days there. But um, yeah, I, I'm feeling that it's going to have to be a little bit of a flexible um, arrangement. So obviously, you know, we'd love babies to do everything we want them to do, but we all know that that's not the case. So yeah, and Magic have been so, so good in supporting that they know that that'll have to be a bit flexible as we go to. It's hoping for a sleeper. Makes things yep. much easier, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> Look, how much did having a change of environment um, impact on your decision to move to the Magic?
4: Yeah I think it had a really big impact actually. Um, I am really big on growth and still know that I've got heaps more to grow as a player and as a leader and on and off the court as well too and I think there's that saying that nothing changes if nothing changes and I want to come back um, better than before as well too so I just felt like I felt like the time was right and something needed to change and yeah this is it.
0: Did you put the feelers out to other clubs perhaps? Were there any other offers? And if so, in the end, what was it that got magic over the line to, to lock you in?
4: Yeah, well, to be honest, we um we didn't have as much time as we would have we would have liked as well to. And I mean, I'm sure you all know that contracting is um is a very hectic time <laughs> as well. I've I've heard um someone describe it as a little bit of a meat market and it definitely feels like <laughs> feels like a little bit like that sometimes. Um, but we we did put feelers out and ultimately, in the end, um, we landed on Magic for, for a really big um, range of reasons. They were in really early um, and were happy to support, happy to go above and beyond for what I needed, um, more so as a mum, because I think they've really, really got that, like, it, yes, this is our job and I totally get that, but, like, they just kind of didn't lose. Everything's been so professional, but didn't lose that a person well we're all people we're all people first and there's kids involved so it kind of adds like more levels of stuff <laughs> in there I guess and and I just um yeah just a real I've I'm a really big person on like gut feelings and it just just felt like that was right but they've yeah they've honestly gone over and above which we're so thankful for.
1: Mills if you can tell us how long did you sign for and did you Look at SunCorp over in Australia. They play their grand final this weekend. The competition looks great. Obviously, you grew up there, so did you look at over there? And how long will you be with the Magic for? Yes,
4: yeah, so I guess um, to be honest, SunCorp is um, is one on my list that I'd love to go. I'd love to go and play in and and again just put myself in a, in another new environment that I would be able to grow even more in and learn even more in as well too. So that's still one on my list that I would love to do, um, but we honestly hadn't planned on on making well in my mind I hadn't thought about making a move with a newborn and literally like a a (laughs) two-month-old so I feel a bit crazy (laughs) for doing that but um yeah we've only signed on for one year just because it was like quick and we've got other kids to think about as well too and our exit out of Wellington couldn't be that swift so um I I feel like next year will be a bit of a what's the right word an integration year And then we'll we'll look at setting ourselves up properly.
2: And talking about a new so many unknowns.
4: (laughs) So taking
2: all that into account, you know, when would you love and when were you aiming to be actually back on
4: court and playing? Yeah, so um, very hot question because, yeah, like you said, there's so many variables and we're hoping for um, a really good birth and a really happy baby and and everything going well for my body (laughs) as well too, (laughs) which, um, yeah, can vary. In everything, I guess. But what we're what we're aiming for, and uh, where I feel really lucky is that I've been hugely supported by Fern's management in my return to play postpartum program. It's a lot of words in there, but um, it's very articulate, and we're constantly adding more details. So I feel like it's um, a working document as we go as well, too. But we're aiming for round one, which, fingers crossed, will uh, will go ahead and. I feel like um, I'm really stubborn when I <laughs> when I have a little bit of a challenge. So it'll just be about still being smart and making sure that, you know, my body is still in a, in a good place to be able to get on court. Um, and, yeah, as soon as I do get back on court, it will just be building minutes up from there because I have no doubt that the legs and lungs are really, really going to be feeling it.
0: <laughs> you mentioned the Silver Ferns, Amelia-Ann, and a lot of people were probably quite surprised to see your name um, on the Silver Ferns list considering, you know, baby isn't even born mm. yet. But what will your involvement be um, within the squad and um, what are you hoping to achieve out of
4: that? Yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, there was lots of questions flying around and I definitely fielded quite a lot myself as well too about how and what that means and how it'll work. And I think it's been a process that we've been working on behind the scenes and a, and a new role we've been trying to carve out because um, because I also, I do want to come back into the squad in a, in a fully available playing training (laughs) position as well too. So I didn't wanna lose touch um, in an important kind of build up to some pinnacle events over the next couple of years. But not only that, we wanted to find a way that I could still add value because it's not just like the on-court, we know it's not just all the on-court stuff that's important. Um, We've got lots of young shooters coming into the squad this year as well too. So it's how can I best support them now without being on the court? How can I offer all of my experience and wrap it up and give it to them as much as, as they need, pretty much, and, and the wider squad as well, too. So there's I'm still pretty much involved in, in every single thing, which is really cool as well. Too. It feels so nice to um, to still belong when I when I'm pregnant, but still everything else still works fine. You know, my brain, well, most of the time it works <laughs> fine um, when I'm not forgetting everything, but um, yeah it's been really cool working heaps with management and lots of planning behind the scenes and I'm learning a whole lot more that I wouldn't have um, seen if I was just a, can I say just a player um, but yeah learning learning a whole lot which which is yeah really really cool and I yeah, just feel lucky to be welcomed back in.
1: Well, speaking of working with younger players obviously going to the Magic you've got young Kiana Williams there but what else excites you about this Magic side because they have named Majority of their team by well one spot that's still left. <laughs> but what excites you about the Magic side for next year?
4: Yeah, I guess a really, really exciting thing. So, one, Kiana is a super exciting player. I've loved watching her this year as well, too. So I cannot wait to, like, work with her as well. Um, but I think just just everybody. I think Semi's an unreal captain. Um, you Like, you, you cannot help but feel her passion when she talks when she plays everything so i'm so excited to work with her and and i mean she for me she was a the player of our consolation cup like that that was her for me so i cannot wait to work with her but apart from that it's just like having new combinations new people that i'm going to be playing with new people i'm going to be training with really um will will test me as well too and and, and, and it'll be a whole different environment, a whole different team and feel, and which I think only grows you as well. too. So, just having all that newness, players, location, everything, um, I think is, is always a good thing.
2: Mel's just wink your right eye if that last player to be names initials are KR. <laughs> no, we're not <laughs> really going to do that.
4: But yeah. hey, hey, we can all only hope, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be amazing. But you know, one of the players that has joined you there, a players, you know, um, obviously Claire Kirsten, but also um got Bailey Miss. He's heading south as well. When we looked at the list, there's not many wing attacks currently in that lineup. <laughs> How cool would it be to be on court with her at Wing Attack?
4: Yes, I know. Look, I mean there's there's no doubt Bailey is like the most athletic netballer like out there like she's insane um and I just yeah I think it'll be so exciting potentially could be really similar as well too like some she's been at the mystics for so long like she's been she's I think it was 10 years I, I saw her on social media the other day which so she's got so much so much to give and hey yeah who knows I mean wing attack's a pretty fun position I'd like to give it a bit of a go but not on like real time <laughs> as as well too but yeah I think yeah it'll be really cool.
0: Now you may not be able to share with us that question mark player at the moment, Amelia. Mm-hmm. Are you able to tell us what gender of the baby you're expecting to have in a
4: few weeks' time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are actually having a little girl, which is Yay! which is I know, <laughs> which is which is exciting. I when I uh, first when we first found out we were pregnant, I was like, oh, I think it's a girl, and then I was like, hang on, do I just want a girl? <laughs> but anyway, it, it's turned out. Um, Perfectly, anyway. So we're super excited.
1: Emil's, how is the pregnancy going? And obviously, you've done the return to play before, but have you looked to other players or gotten
4: invi- advice of other players? Um, yeah, pregnancy is going. Can you say well? I think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, babe, baby's growing really healthy and big, and and everything's really um, ticking along nicely there. I think my emotions have taken a really big hit, so I feel sorry for my husband. <laughs> um but no it's been really good and a very welcomed um time away from netball as well so I mean you you all know that I took um some leave from netball before I announced I was pregnant anyway and then the two just kind of rolled along together so it's been a really nice time to just reevaluate everything that's really important to me and um and, and while I'm growing a baby at the same time it's just it's really nice so um yeah (laughs) well, <laughs> oh, I felt nervous for you when you said big, then it's growing big. I was like, oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit nervous too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking about you had your time away, and obviously, well being is really, really important to you and to the wine and netball community. You know, how are you all staying connected both at that silverfoot level and at the ANZ level while we're in this, this damn lockdown?
4: Oh, man. Yeah. Tell me about it. I think, well, I think we've, uh, one, become so much better being adaptable um, and coming into a lockdown. So I think, uh, I, I don't even I've honestly lost track on what day it is and what what day number we are into as well too but I think as a netball community um, we've just gotten so much better at understanding when people need space what do you need um, instead of just assuming everyone's ready to go 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 at home and continue things as we were we've got lots of chats lots of emails I mean there's always so much organizing going on behind the scenes we've got, we've actually got a zoom um, strength session tomorrow <laughs> which I'm unsure if I'm going to go to but um, (laughs) but but I don't need any extra weights to like do that at the moment so um, yeah so there's lots of little things that keep us connected because I think it's really important to like yes have your space but to still make sure that you feel part of a community because connection is so so big
0: so very true Amelia and look finally it's the uh, and you mentioned um, you know perhaps wanting to play in the Australian comp one day who knows what the future holds but it is the grand final this weekend. Have you been keeping up to date with the final? And who are you picking with the
4: Giants and the Swifts? Oh, yeah. I have been watching it actually a little bit because I think the the last – well, it's been hard to keep track of sometimes who win the games are. And, you know, their season has been a bit all over the, over the place too. And their teams have been moving around so much. So, I imagine it's been tough but yeah the games have been super exciting and so close like I feel like I feel like well you know when you watch it you feel like you're playing as well too like it's it's hard to watch but I think this weekend I honestly I honestly don't know who I'm gonna pick (laughs) like part of me wants to pick Giants part of me wants to pick Swift but um I just have no doubt that it's going to be a super close game so yeah it'll be one to watch.
0: I think us and probably the rest of the country could imagine you shooting two pointers to a million. Would that ever, you know, kind of attract you? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I must admit, when the real fir- when the real first came in, I was like, oh, that'd be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'd love to go over there and, and give it a shot. And and it's just it's something a little bit different as well too, although I'm very happy that in New Zealand we do play um international rules as well too because I think that's been important for us at a, at a silver ferns level um it, it still excites me that you could go and you know shoot two points so I love I loved fast five as well too so I feel like it's kind of in between
0: <laughs> well Mills look all the very best for the you know remainder of your pregnancy enjoy it um and we'll all be standing by and can't wait to see you coming back onto the court
4: awesome thanks so much you guys all
2: the best
0: meals, fabulous. And just a reminder, Fano, that that SunCorp Super Nipple Grand Final will be on Sky Live this Saturday, 4:30 PM on Sky Sport Select. Don't miss it. As for us, we'll see you next week. Hey, kornamai.